Thank you. I'm Kate. You can't just <laughs> every time. Hey, I'm Kate. I need, a, I need a minute. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm Kate. It's okay. You just walked in. We gotta have the millennial pause. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now go. Hey, I'm Kate, and I'm Rachel, and I'm Hannah, and this is Feast, Sheath, and Shatter. <laughs> Hot in here, or is it just me tuning in to hear these three chatting about fantasy novels of the spicy variety? Not your average book club, if you know what I mean. Are you happy to see us? Or is that a dagger? It's feast, sheep, shattered. Yeah, just in a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute. Um. <laughs> I've been reading a lot of books lately. Duh. I mean, that's what we, duh, as one does. And I swear every time Feast, Sheath, or Shatter is in these books, which they're in all of the yes. books yeah. all the time, yeah. I chuckle. <laughs> I giggle. You're like, that's me. That's us. <laughs> that's us. It's yep. just so funny because, like, we're in on the joke. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I shared... The podcast with some friends of mine from high school the other day. Mm. And this particular friend, she's one of my friends that I've traveled a lot of places with. But she's also very different from me. And she goes, you do a podcast about what? (laughs) And then I told her the name and she just looked at me and she was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) And then I told her about Morning Glory Milking Farm. And she was like. Like speechless. Yeah. And our other friend that we travel with was there too. And they just both looked at each other and they were just like, I don't know what to make of this. Yeah, I mean, when you get deep enough into it, you forget that like other, other people, people are like, you read yeah. about other people having sex. But like, yeah, lots you, of people do. You it. read about That's min- fine. minotaurs. Yeah, I'm not telling you anybody read about, about that. <laughs> interspecies. I'm connection. keeping that one to myself. And that one was the coziest book you ever read. The coziest. <laughs> the coziest. Right. I mean, it's hard enough. I mean, there's so many jokes on the internet about telling people that you love Akatar or Sarah J. Mass or vampires or yeah. anything mm-hmm. and trying to get them on the same page as you. It's it isn't easy. No. 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 It's like a litmus test. It's like, yeah, so I like this thing. And then you just wait. Like, are we still friends? This was it, Can we still be friends? Liz said, Liz said, do you get paid? And I was like, oh, that judgmental ass. She's a sweet. Just, she's a sweet. Hobby. She we're, And we're like siblings. Like, we pick on each other. But it was so funny. I was just like, this is what it would be like if this world knew about this thing. And I was like, it's fine. It's yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. It's a hobby. I'm, I'm going to send her a couple. Hobbies. Yeah. And I'm going to send her a couple. Um, uh, but like it was like the validation thing. Uh, oh, you don't get paid to do it. Then it isn't a real thing. And I was uh, just like, Liz, you have no idea how invalidating that that one statement was, which was, you know, you know, some people do. Some people don't. Yeah. That's OK. It's. Some people understand the idea of doing a thing because you love to do the thing. And some people are like, but you're not getting paid to do the thing. So what's the point? Mm-hmm. Because like, well, it's fun it's and it gives me enjoyment. joy. And it's yeah. like the only thing I look forward to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to two people about it last night that totally got it. Cool. Nice. They were like, I like how your hoops. fun. I'm sorry I didn't get that. Like, I need to hoops. give you some of my hoops. cards so you can hand out. Yes. yes. Yeah. Cards. They're cute, the little are they? Are cards. they 
are are they the one pod on both sides? Or are they pod one on one side and pod two on the other? It's the same front and then different backs. Okay, great. So it advertises both. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Because then they have options. Yeah. 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 Because so not everybody like, tell people about like, both. Face sheath for shatter, not for you. Not necessarily for here's you. This one. Here's this yeah. one. Yeah. You might like this one. Yeah, and the the link is to the website, so nice. it just takes you to the website. You can find that's it awesome. over there. I'm yeah. gonna put them on people's cars while I'm walking around. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just gonna leave them at coffee shops, <laughs> like a little stack. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny little stacks. So we read Legendborn. We being me. <laughs> <laughs> Legendborn. I had the benefit of having been on a cruise and I sat in an airport for like seven hours. And so I just read the entire time I was there. Wait, wait, how many books did you read on your cruise? Oh, tell us how many. Six. Ah, uh, yes. So we did some, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. we did some analytics and uh, Calculations. turns out that if you were to read as fast as Rachel reads, you'd be listening to an audible book at 2.35. <gasps> That's how fast her brain pr- is processing. Because when you mm-hmm. see in images and you're not subvocalizing, sub-vo- sub-vo- yeah. then you're just you're just taking in you're the just information. A movie reel. Yeah. yeah, you're just that's why you absorb it so much better. It's a gift. Thank you. It Welcome. is a superhero power. It is. I, yeah, I'm it, super jealous. Me too. I did not know that that. That's not the way that everybody experienced it until we started this podcast. So it's really nice to know that that's fun. There's yeah. lots of different perspectives on reading and a too. lot of different ways that our brains work. Mm-hmm. Like you can see images. You have a mind's a view in your mind's eye. I think we've talked about that a hundred times because I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with that. Because I do not. Mm-hmm. I do not. I cannot form. I cannot see an image. I can think about it. I have a memory of it. I know what it looks like, but I do not see something in my mind. I can't imagine what that would be like. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> I don't How understand. I think we're every bit of the spectrum. I think we're no images and then a mix of the two. And then like I only think in pictures. Right. So I'm always translating concepts into words. Huh. So so here's an example. I was thinking about it as I was reading the other day. I never have a picture of characters in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That is so... That's why you love fan art so much. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a picture of them. Mm-hmm. I have an idea of their personality. I have their tone, their voice. How they feel. How yeah. they feel their in concept. my head. But I don't have, like I was trying to picture, if you don't paint the picture for me, I don't come mm-hmm. up with one. And I enjoy the story just as much. Yeah. But I'll I'll try and like think of... I don't. I never have someone in my head. I have to like find someone else that I think they might look like. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I got Rachel this amazing coloring book. <laughs> <laughs> it's still on the shelf. It's right up there. <laughs> if you want to just get some ideas yeah. for throwing yeah. class characters. <laughs> well, those I have because of the fan art. Yeah, yeah. that's why I love the. Mm-hmm physical and that may be why you didn't connect with this book very well because if you're trying to hold all the concepts for this book in your head it's a lot impossible the only way i could make it through was after a while i just had to like not try to remember everything just Mm. every time we got to like this person's a this and this person's a that and they're this to this person and then this person is this it got really complicated like this is yeah Almost needlessly complicated. Sure. Legend born. Eh, legend born. God, my like. <laughs> born. I have to born the end of it. Um, 
So we read, I read Legendborn. It's set in our state, which is why I mm-hmm. picked it. At, yeah, and at Chapel Hill. At a college we have all at least visited. Mm-hmm. I have peed under trees on Halloween <laughs> at this college. Close connection. Close you got connection. It. I have been in fraternity houses on this campus. Yeah. Yeah. It's 20 minutes from where I went to school. Yeah, so you know? I thought, oh, this so will be cool. I had not... a lot of friends that went to Carolina. Yeah, mm-hmm. not yeah. a lot of people. My mom went to Carolina. Put yeah. stuff in our state. It's right. It's just not it's a. It's exciting. It's, so it was exciting. Like, oh, okay, cool. Somebody like some North Carolina representa- right. representation. And, and a fantasy book. Yeah, and a fantasy book, like an urban fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not expecting this to be Arthurian legend urban fantasy. Did not see that coming. And yet. It was. It was. Interesting. And I think that's where a lot of the complexity comes because we have to have all of these characters to have every knight of the round table. And then she threw in a lot of medieval knight, like knight terminology, which if you were super familiar with it, you're like, yeah, obviously that's what that is. But if you're not, you're like, I don't fucking remember what a page is or a vassal or a squire or a whatever. And so you, I had to keep calling that up every time, like, okay, so wait, now if they're that, then that means that they're this. And and then, okay, I don't want to start out complaining about it. Let me tell you about the story. <laughs> yeah. So we have Brianna uh, Matthews. Brianna or Brie or B. B. <laughs> Everybody had at least one nickname. Um, and she and her friend Alice are attending early college at UNC Chapel Hill. And they are going to this college kind of against her mother's wishes, but it doesn't matter anymore because her mother dies just before the story begins. So when we pick up Brianna, I think it's been three months since her mom died in a hit and run accident. And she is at this college. Her mom wouldn't want her there, but it doesn't matter. So she's here now. Her dad decided it was best for her to just go because she was feeling stifled at home. And so we open with them like at the quarry, at the Eno quarry, getting ready to jump off. Sure. Which I've been there. Would yeah, never the Eno do that. River, yeah. Yeah. And this thing happens where she sees this creature get killed by um, this guy named Selwyn Sel Kane <laughs> and Victoria Tor Morgan. <laughs> Who I don't think we actually introduce her at the very beginning, but she immediately starts calling her Tor. So I was like, hang on, who's Tor? Mm-hmm. Who was Tor? And she gets picked up by the police and taken back. And then she ends up in trouble and she has to have a on on campus mentor who is only a year older than her. She's 16. He's 17. And this is Nicholas Nick Davis. And while they're walking around together, she ends up seeing this same type of creature energy again. So she runs after it and it turns out it's a hellhound. And so he like pulls a pen out of his pocket and turns it into a sword or something and defeats the hellhound. And in the middle of it, her arms like get melted. So she gets taken to this building and healed. And then they're like, okay, forget all of that happened and go back to your life. Okay. And she's like, no. And so really Brianna pushes this story forward just by never letting anybody tell her that what she's doing is really the like worst possible choice she could make. She's like, I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to do it anyway. So she ends up figuring out where this place is, which it's the lodge. And then she finds out that Nick is like a, a former member of the order. And I love how they're all like tortured by their pasts and they're 17. Mm-hmm. Like, what past are you tortured you by? You don't have a past. Middle school? I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, 
I mean, middle school is a it traumatizing is, experience. Is, that's fair. Like, universally. <laughs> right. Across He's, the board. He has walked away from the order, and we don't know why. And she ends up forcing him back into the order. She's like, you're my ticket in, so you're getting me in. Because she thinks that this group had something to do with her mother's death. And so she's trying to figure out what they had to do with it. So she needs to get in to figure it out. And it turns out he is not just a member of the order. He's like really high up in the order because he is the scion of Arthur. And then we find out that there are 13 scions and they are all scions of the various members of the round table. And what that means is a long time ago. So was the pencil a Excalibur? No, no. Excalibur doesn't show up till the very end of the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, he... So they are not... He's not Arthur yet, but he has the potential to be Arthur because he is descended from Arthur. Uh, so they... There's 13 of the Scions. Is Scion could be air? Yeah. Okay. Same concept? Same concept. Sure. Yeah. Like magic air? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Power air. Scion shows up a lot. Like, I am the scion of whatever. So I'm sure. the, like... It's like a very epic version of air. Yeah. Sure. My ancestor was Arthur. Like, yes. a long time ago. And Merlin, the original Merlin, bound their life force to their bloodline. So at any point, if they're needed, they can, like, pop back up in their own bloodline and give their descendants their powers and abilities. And there's 13 of them, and they get called. They have to be called, and you have to be called between the ages of 16 and 22. And if you make it past 22, like, you're done. You're put out to pasture. You don't get to be a scion anymore because you're not going to be called now. And the lower-ranking ones get called all the time. Like, the 13th one gets called pretty much every lifetime. But you don't get up to the, like, Arthur until we get to their, like, end game, which they call Camlin. Anyway, it gets really complicated. What it boils down to is there's these things called Shadowborn. Everybody's something born. There's Shadowborn, Onceborn, Legendborn. And the Shadowborn are like demons. And they're coming through these portals. And it's happening more frequently. And so they're getting like this annual thing where they get these. You get to be a page. And you're only a page if you are from a family that is also a vassal. But the vassals are not scions. They're just families that are pledged to serve this, the order. And their children are generally uh, put in as pages. And if you're a page, then you serve a particular scion and you have to go through this whole tournament thing. And if you win the tournament thing, you might get the chance to be a squire. And if you get to be a squire, then you actually get bonded with your scion. And then if your scion gets called, you get powers and abilities with them. That's the part that I really was thrown off about. So she, so Bree is going to compete in this tournament right. for she, a chance to be a page? No, she is a page. So Nick makes her his page. Okay. Makes her a page and enters her into the tournament in an effort to get her in so that she can find out how they are involved in her mom's death. And she has to go through the whole tournament because that's all part of like working her way deeper into the organization. And in the meantime, Selwyn... Our cell is our like shadow daddy kind of guy. He's like our dark love interest. Broody. Morley Gray. He's he, hot. Yeah, he's part shadow born. He's attractive. He's giving Reese sand vibes. If I just Rising? mentally 
rice. <laughs> if I just mentally age them up to like 22, I sure, know. he's hot. When he's 17, I'm like, no, I nope. I just cannot nope, follow not, the mm-mm. whole 16, 17 line. So that might have been, that's something we be, need to be really considerate of as we're choosing books. Yeah, I think next time we because need to we make talk, sure we don't Because we have YA. way too many adult conversations. I just didn't think, I don't know why I didn't think this was YA. I think because of the length. Because I didn't know it was YA. And then as soon as it was like, she's 16, I was like, oh, no, this is YA. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't know it was YA. And a lot, I mean, a lot happens. People get hurt. Every Like a bunch of people die. And then at the very end, a whole bunch of people die. And then we find out through the course of everything that actually Brianna is the scion of Arthur. I was about to say, I see Arthur in the parentheses. Yes. And that Nick is actually Is that why her mom got killed? Uh, no, it turns out her mom just died in a hit and run. What? Yeah, her mom's death is no. related. Not related at all. No, just sometimes bad things happen to bad to good people. As someone who has gotten three fourths of the way through this book, yep. I am furious to hear this. Yep. Okay, so there's more. I mean, it kind of makes sense by the time. <laughs> Maybe you get in the there. second book you put it together. No, she finds out. Com- like, nope, sorry, not a thing. Because what happens is Nick's dad. That's an inter- interesting story choice. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, it makes a good point. Her mom is involved because we find out her mom could use magic because Brianna herself is black. She's a person of color. Her mom is and her dad is as well. And they use a different type of magic or they use magic differently. So magic just exists in the universe. It's called ether. Mm -hmm. And they don't call it ether. They call it root. And they use what's called root craft. Mm -hmm. And they borrow magic from their ancestors. So, like, if you want to do something, you ask for your ancestors to help you do it. Support you. Sponsor your magic. Sponsor your magic. Mm -hmm. And then you do it. And then when you're done, you give it back. Mm. And they can do stuff like mediums. They can time walk. They can do all these different things through rootcraft that they can't do with what she calls colonizer magic, which this was actually the magic system was the most interesting part because, like, the order um, the people in the order, they use what's called bloodcraft, where they bind the magic to their blood. So they take the magic and they keep it and they don't give it back. And so there's like a toll for that. So all of the scions die at like 35. Oh, wow. That's if what they get. That's what they get. And she's like, that's what they get for not giving it back. Because they're like, it's colonizer magic. They take it and they don't give it back. They just like, pa- How they're is Nick's parasitic. Dad? Well, if you're called, you die at 35. If you're not called, you don't oh, die God. at 35. So our main character's going to not die. She's going to not make it? Well, I don't know. Or is she going to learn how to re-harness the magic system? I'm sure we'll figure out a way to get to it give back. give it back. Yeah. They call it the abatement. I mean, it's kind of like balance and not balance. Right. It's a very common... Yeah. It, uh, yeah. And so she actually goes on this dream walk with one of her ancestors. And so she finds out that Nick's ancestor actually so nick's ancestor who they thought was arthur's scion um had his way with one of her ancestors who was a slave at the time and she ran off because they will not allow children born outside the like prescribed coupling because they have to track who's related to who and so it turns out that she is the descendant of arthur because his ancestor like raped her ancestor mm, interesting and, um and then the babies like got swapped well, and then she was having a, an affair with the lancelot scion and so she passed off the baby with the lancelot scion as it's a lot 
by the end of it, you're like, okay, sure. Because she, they have a big showdown around Excalibur, which it turns out is under the bell tower at Chapel Hill. And so she pulls Excalibur out of the stone and she's like, that's because I'm Arthur, bitch. And then she just kills everybody in the, every, all the bad guys at the very end. That's a cool ending. It was a pretty cool ending. Can I ask um, what became of her sweet little friend that she came to early college with? Um, Alice finally gets to learn everything that's happening. And oh, so good. she gets to be a part of it. So she's, Alice, is she, finally. Is she um, Guinevere? She's, no. <laughs> Not yet. Maybe in the second one. Is she... Um, what was the <laughs> guy that slayed the green dragon? Uh, George? Like St. George and the Dragon? Maybe. I don't know. I no. don't remember. I don't, I'm not as in tune to Arthurian I legend don't as I normally, should be. I don't really follow. Usually it's, to me, it's one of those archetypal stories that I'm like, okay, it's fine. Do I really need to learn it? Like, mm-mm. mm-mm. It's fine. They're not dark enough. <laughs> Maybe a dark retelling of yeah. yeah. Maybe if they were vampires. I watched the Ooh. miniseries from Sci-Fi with Sam Neill, and that's about as close as it gets. <laughs> the Merlin one. <laughs> Or he was Merlin. Sam Neill from Jurassic Park? Yes. He's okay. Merlin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's about as my knowledge goes that that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think it's real. I think that what she was trying to do was really interesting. I just think it becomes so complex that like three quarters of the way through, you just check out. You're like, okay, sure. That's what's happening next. You and, know what? Cool. That's fine. And especially this is why A. Yeah, this yeah. is YA. You so, think 16-year-olds are following this? I think this is all making sense as to why I wasn't able to connect with the Audible and why I needed to see it, the physical copy of it. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't have the physical copy of it. I probably would have benefited from that a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, upon that and other busy stuff. So yeah, love listening to the story, though. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. And I think that... Her as a character is re- she's a really interesting character, and she meets a lot of other like she gets she goes into therapy uh, at a certain point because she's really not handling her mom's death very well, and, and her, she knows that at sixteen, which is really nice. Yeah, and well, her dad gets well, it for her forced. and forces oh, okay. her to do it. Yeah, but he actually finds another black therapist. He's like, maybe you can open up better with somebody, and you can find a community of mm-hmm. like like people, and she does. This is where she learns root craft and. To see, yeah, to see oh, this nice. perspective of like a person of color writing a character of color, interacting with other characters of color, you're like, okay, thank you. Like, that was so enlightening for me as someone. I can't be in that position. Right. I'm going to be a white lady forever. But to be able to see that through her eyes, written by her, was really, really like I really enjoyed that aspect of the story mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a part where they're going to get it's, ready. It's and- interesting to see fantasy. Yeah. Fantasy, like fiction. Yeah. From that, in that perspective. Yeah. And what that looks like in a fantasy world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a part where they're going to get ready. So they're like, oh, and your hair. So they like squeeze her puff because she always has her hair up in a puff. And she's like, no, like you don't get to touch my hair. Wait, who touches her hair? One of her, like like, some girls at the bar. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're at a bar. Yeah. Why? That's, that's like. Because these characters needed to be 18. Uh, This really feels like. I didn't write this story, obviously, but my main criticism for this story is just why are they 16? There is, if we they just. They don't have to be 16 They don't Carolina. have to be. Uh-uh. You could have made them freshmen. 
they in college, adults, yeah, voter age, yeah. They could have there's they could have smoked cigarettes. There's nothing not that changes story wise if you just age them up two years. Except they're adults. They're adults, and it you can connect better with the story. It, it's a better story if they're just a little bit older. Sure. I don't believe a sixteen year old is mature enough to do a lot of the things that she does in this story. Mm-hmm. She's supposed to be really intelligent, and she is a very smart character, but I just don't believe a 16-year-old is going to do what she does. Yeah. Not even me as a 16-year-old would be able to problem-solve the way that this girl problem-solves. Because she's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I was in a house. The house was old. It had ivy on it. I couldn't see any building tops, so it's probably out far enough that there's nothing there. So I need to look for buildings on the campus that have at least this much distance around the building. And like, then she walks building to building to try to figure it out. And it's like... No. When is she going to school, for one? Right. She's missed she's... all her classes. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like. Yeah, I'm... that's an interesting choice. I wonder, I'd love to read the author's perspective on why she chose that age. Yeah. I, it's it's always fascinating to me when people choose to write young kids. Yeah. Like young adults. In a mature story, because she falls in love with Nick, and we get a lot of, like, are they going to moments mm-hmm. where right. he's like, meet me in my room. Everyone's gone to bed. We can like hang out in my room. Yep. And there's a lot of tension, like sexual tension between these characters who mm-hmm. are 16 and 17. And that's pretty, I mean, that is pretty normal for that age. But, but I don't want to read. Like, but yeah, it does I don't feel like it. It, it. We are not programmed to be comfortable as adults reading about children having sex. Yeah. I don't want that. Mm-mm. I ended up skimming through all the kiss scenes. I was like, no, I can't right now. Yeah. <laughs> not right now. Mm-mm. This time of my life. Yeah. I'm on a not, cruise. It's not a moment I can have this this right now. <laughs> and then I did like Cell as a character. He's really interesting. He's kind of our tortured heart Who's of gold. Who's her boyfriend? Her boyfriend is kind of Nick. Mm-hmm. So she likes Lance a lot? Well, she likes him. She thinks he's Arthur for a really long time. But she's Arthur. But she is. Yeah, which everyone we don't thinks find out that Nick is going to be Arthur. Arthur. And his the whole point of the story is his our, Nick's dad is trying to force Nick into being Arthur. Like he's trying to get him called to be Arthur. Who's the Morgan? So the Morgans are like, they're the ones that leave. Like they, you have to be oathed. So like characters like Selwyn. Oh, they do have Morgans. Okay. I was literally pulling that from my brain. Oh. oh. I was like, who nice. is Morgana? <laughs> like pulling from Arthurian legend, and there's the word. They're not a lot in this one, so I'm imagining they're going to be a lot in the second one. They're kind of the red herring because we think that they're the ones that are calling all these Shadowborn, um, but it turns out that it's actually Nick's dad. Nick's dad's bad boy. Yeah. Okay. Because like Selwyn is see that. part Shadowborn, like all Merlins are part Shadowborn. It allows them to use magic. Um, just like without natively, I guess. And, but they're also like unpredictable because they're part demon. And so they have to be oathed. So they have to be like, it's kind of like in the wheel of time when they have to um, swear the oath on the oath abroad to like force them. They can't do it. Like physically, they cannot disobey their oaths. Sure. It's the same thing. And the Morganes are just Merlins that leave before they take the oath. And they kind of band together to fight the order. 
Yeah. So when she is with her therapist and her therapist finds out that she's been hanging out with the order, she's like horrified, right? Yeah. She's very concerned. Whatever happened, like it was kind of like you need to stay away from them. And then she just goes straight to the bar with all of them. Right. And then eventually she's like, no, I can't leave. I'm pretty sure they killed my mom. Let me outline my entire plan for revenge to you. And then she brings in another lady who's a medium. And she tells them all about it. And they're like, yeah, we do not support that at all. But we can't stop you. So just be safe. 16-year-old. She's 16. Over whom we have no. And... But the therapist would be a mandated reporter. So if she thinks she's putting herself in danger, theoretically, she should make up something and tell her dad as like a, I'm pretty sure she's, because she could die. Like in the page thing, she could die. And yet she's doing it anyway. And the medium, it turns out she can, she's kind of a medium too, because at a certain point she calls up her grandmother and her grandmother like hangs out in her for like maybe two or three in chapters. In the therapist or in Brie? In Brie. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So it's that's actually kind of funny because her grandmother nice to spend like some time with your grandma. You know, she offers like opinion on people when they're talking to her, and she's like, Shh, "Grandma, I'm trying to have a conversation." And she's <laughs> like, "That man does not look nice." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, this is really cute." Yeah. And she's there because she's using her root magic to like call their their ancestor because we find out her bloodline is cursed. And so we have to find out. Breeze. Breeze. And so they're like, what happened? Like, why am I cursed? And so they have to call the the ancestor that remembers. And so finally she shows up and she's like, let me break it down. And it's because she's the one that had the daughter um, that she didn't want to have. But she wanted the daughter. And she knew they were going to try to kill her. So she asked for the ancestors to protect her daughter no matter what. And give her the like the sight to see what was happening. So that's why she can see ether and nobody else can. And like the strength to remember no matter what they try to make her forget. So that's why like they have kind of a They try and blink it out of her, but she can't It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so all of those are actually tied into this curse, which wasn't a curse, it was like a blessing. And the trade off is only one daughter can live at the same time. So when she when her mother had a daughter her mother was like was never going to live past like a certain amount of time. Like they they always have a short oh. amount of time with their daughters. So yes, the order didn't kill her, but the curse okay. kills the mom. So like the okay, mom that knew makes more sense. They didn't have a lot Oddly. of time together. Okay. Mm. I mean, um, okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. Yeah, like we'll protect your daughter, but you can't like you're not going to have much time together. Right. Right. So your bloodline will continue, but there can't be too many of you at one time. Right. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's a big. So that's, that's why she never met chance. her grandmother. Yeah. Because in the when she was talking to her therapist, she's like, "You never met your grandmother." Yeah. She's like, "How come you guys never overlap? Like your mom didn't meet her grandmother. Your grandmother didn't meet her grandmother. Like what happened?" And she like has a whole panic attack about and it. Runs off. So mm-hmm. does she? If Bree has a baby, will Bree die? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But isn't Bree gonna die anyway? She's gonna die. I don't know. I'll have to read the. I'll have to read the next one. Yeah, bloodmarked. <laughs> You'll have to read it. <laughs> I was gonna say. So you want to read the second? Uh, one? <laughs> and I think we could still talk about it. It's fine because sure. we can figure out where it's going, and then you know, then we'll get back to 
something everybody clicks with. I mean, it happens when you have a book club and you propose a book. It's totally okay for somebody to not click with the book. Yeah. 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 I don't know if I was reading, if I was just reading this on my own, I'm not sure I would have finished it because it's so complicated and it gets like the exposition at the beginning was like somebody took all of the exposition from the entirety of the Throne of Glass series and just pulled it all out and dumped it in a single book. It was so much exposition. It was like, okay, sit down, take some notes. Here's a textbook about the lore I'm I'm about to write this book about. Mm-hmm. And it was so much. And it was, I had to just be like, nope, I'm not going to remember it all. It's okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're going to repeat it, it enough times. I might get it. I might not get it. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Instead of it just being more organic and coming up, coming up during the story. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the not only that, but the fact that she gives everybody nicknames, at least one nickname. And then like Nick will be referred to as Nicholas, Nick, Scion of Arthur, um, Pate, like Scion Davis. He has each character has at least five names they get referred to by. And so there's one part where there's like 11 active characters in a single paragraph and each character gets like a single sentence about what they're doing and then they are all referred to alternatively as different names different (laughs) nicknames and then different relationships to each other and after a while you're like i've got nothing and then we have a non-binary character which is fabulous except we're using they for their pronouns which normally i'm totally okay with except for there's 11 except when you have 11 characters in this scene yeah and and you and it doesn't do the job it's supposed to which is point to the non-binary character right which is why i i feel like you need like a chart and the red string going from yeah you really almost need like i i had to look up at the wiki to get all the characters and the wiki character sheet is like 20 pages (laughs) long and it's all in like alphabetical order so it's like okay let me break it down by like here's all of these and i didn't even because that's not even i could have filled the i could have had two boards Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's also i have a second board i could bring it there's all the there's the 13 scions and then every scion has a page that's 26 characters that are all named yes and then a lot of the pages have parents who are vassals who we also meet and then we have the scions parents and then we have existing like lieges who are scions and squires who have aged out of being called Wow. Yeah. Are all these people at the Chapel Hill campus? Or are they at different or campuses? Or they just live in like this Orange County? One. Maybe some cha- of them are down the street at Duke because Duke's only five miles away. This is like the Chapel Hill chapter. <laughs> and uh, then there's a whole bunch of other chapters where they all have 13 scions, 13. Is, well, does Duke have a chapter? Does State have one? My <laughs> alumni. No my idea. alma mater. You'll have to ask. 20 about minutes UNCG. Ask the author. <laughs> I don't know that school. <laughs> just like go pack (laughs) that's great though so close to home thank you for reading that rachel (laughs) oh you're welcome i'll read the next one and i'll tell you guys i might be able to read the next one too i don't i'm not obsessively reading another book right now i definitely want the kindle though me too maybe i can get it on libby yeah did i put put it i checked it out on libby you did? Yeah. Let me see if I can get it. I think I put my name on a list for it. Maybe I got it. Not that we have to sit here and 
Yeah, I think I would do much better reading this I think book. this is one of those books you have to. Yes. Yeah. Because if I was trying to listen to all this, it would be like. Wah, 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 that's and that's what, what it, sound, it was. That's what it sounded like. I was zoning Ooh, out yeah. every like, other minute. Oh, I read a paragraph to Matt. It was like, I just need you to experience this with me. Mm-hmm. And it was right with in the section friend, where we had. Mate. <laughs> so many. I love how close and connected y'all are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I really do appreciate it. but <laughs> You didn't do our. Um, our faded mate point or whatever. Oh, oh my! I, your vortex. Yeah. I need to look it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that at okay. dinner. All right. But I thought this. I was bet a- you have it. If you have it, I'm gonna freak out and turn the table upside down. <laughs> yeah. Just walk off. I'm yeah. Gonna trash the restaurant and storm out. <laughs> Is she okay? She's, she's just fine. It's astrology. Yeah. It's fine. She's excited. <laughs> Her pseudoscience was just proven. Yeah. But I think this was a good thing for us to talk about because i think in like the book talk bookstagram community you get this like if you don't connect with a book there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. that's like, how you felt about sarah j mass and it's okay mm-hmm. yeah it's okay sorry i didn't mean to call you out about that no that's fine <laughs> i finished all of the sarah you j did. mass books because i know i can i can do that I and can because you have a, a rolling a moving film in your brain and i think that makes you stronger well, I know that any book is just like a day and a half commitment. So it doesn't, to me, it's not like I'm giving up a week for this. And this woman has two children. <laughs> like her full-time job is her kids and then the podcast. Like, it's incredible day and how a half. fast. <laughs> she, she, I can't even she think cleared about crescents. Okay, first what of all, book I'm going to read I'm in gonna, a day and a half. I'm going to talk about a thing. Okay. I cannot stop thinking about this. I know. I'm so Rachel, so okay, so sad. we are reading Crescent City 1 and 2 in January, which yes. is my birthday month. Birthday month. And then it comes out, and we're going to cover it the first, the, our first book in February will be the new release. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I love, that is my favorite book series. Mm-hmm. And Rachel read Crescent City <laughs> While she was on the cruise, and when she told me that, I almost teared up because like I was like, moment. you know Lahaba? You know her? I didn't know. I, I, I needed to know that you were experiencing it for the first time. And Yeah, we weren't able to think about you while you were reading yeah, it. Yeah, I needed to be. It's okay. You don't have to. You were in a different like, time zone. I was like, I she have was, a minute. I know this is long. If December's crazy, at least I'll have cleared the first one. And then I can read the second she one. She read that motherfucking book in 12 hours. <laughs> it is a It takes me a week and a half. hour audible book. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I was on a cruise. I know. You were on a I cruise. Would, uh, I would love to be sitting by a pool reading that book for the first time on a cruise ship. I mean, talk about an experience. You but had an experience. that is not even the highlight. That is not the part that brings me fucking joy. <laughs> it's you saying in a text message, I have it in writing, the ending was pretty badass. Yes. <laughs> I'm stitching that on a pillow. <laughs> It was that pretty, is your it was a, present. It was it's good. A, the ending, I was like, it okay. Is, was and good. once you have read, like you can tell it's a lot. There's a lot. But once you get to that series, you can go, oh, this is adult Sarah J. Mass writing yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is different than Akatar and Throne of Glass. It right. is it is like I'm in my 30s now right. writing mm-hmm. the story. Right. And that shines through for me. And I love it so much. And people people always have their one 
You know, there's a lot of Throne of Glass girls out there. There's a lot of Akatar girls. But I'm a Crescent City girl, and I actually have some requests about January that we'll talk about at dinner. Okay. But I, I cannot stop thinking about you saying it was badass because to me that's like a genuine compliment. It kind of felt like um, Martha J. Wells writes fantasy, mm-hmm. and like Murderbot is a hit every single time. I always love Murderbot, but her fantasy is okay. It's middling. It's not my favorite. She throws too many characters in there. It's a lot. I'm not sure that Sarah J. Mass's wheelhouse is not the type of fantasy she writes in Crescent City because it's far more micro. They are not, we're not working with armies. We're not working with these huge political entities. It's like, here's a girl who had a best friend that she cared a lot about. Mm-hmm. She, she does. Well, and she grew up in New York. Right. She's a New Yorker. Yeah. So that lifestyle, like you could see her putting all of those elements that she really relates to in the story. Yeah. And she shines best when she has the time to just sit with a character. That's why, like, A Court of Thorns and Roses is probably the best book for me in the Akatar series, not with Feyre in it, because. Girl, she just, I, you better take so out my flame. Don't, don't talk about I, summer flames like I, that. I qualified for you. <laughs> we don't talk about Nesta, well, Cassian, and <laughs> and Silver Flames is really good because look at how many characters we're working with. We're working with like five. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. We're not trying to move whole armies. Once she gets to what like big scale, she's fine. But it's not as she's not as comfortable it's there. Not her superpower as she is with like. A character. Because that's not where her storytelling shines. Mm-hmm. Right. Her storytelling shines in the character development and, and the her relationships. Depth. Yes. Yeah. And her ability. She, I mean, chills. she <laughs> she loves an emotional gut punch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also love that. I do. <laughs> I want to be tormented emotionally be in the gut, tragically and chaotically. I need that <laughs> in my life. <laughs> and she tries for that at the ends of wings and end of wings and ruin. But she's trying for it with like huge scale armies, sure. Ships. So she's well, like, and and not to get too much into this because we'll do it later. But I think the way the, the endings are s- the same like length, right? We get like what do we call it? We call the multiple, multiple endgasms, yeah, like just ending after ending. For me, the crescent sitting ending, I'm like. Oh, amazing. Even more amazing. Yes. The most yes. amazing. Yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> like, it's just, it just gets like one after another. While in Wings and Ruin, it's just like, oh, oh, that's weird. Oh, yeah. oh now we're another here. One? Now I'm sobbing. Oh, oh God, one. I'm sobbing again. Wait, are we sobbing? Or, you know, yeah. It, yeah. It, it felt as like uh, disjointed. It, it does feel disjointed. Or like maybe it wasn't the best use of endings. Like, I've seen some other, um, some other like takes on what would have been a, a really cool thing to do that would have had the emotional punching as the ending of Crescent City. But I'm so glad that you liked it enough to give it a compliment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. But after reading Legendborn, there wasn't that much exposition in Crescent City. So- oh, right. Wow, because there is the first hundred pages of Crescent City. Yeah. It's just a shift. I was like, all right, okay, all right. But, I mean, I just made it through Legendborn where it was like, here's another term for this. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to um, 
try and catch up for our the second book. I think it would be worthwhile to yeah. finish it because I'm gonna get it on Libby. It just don't try to keep it all straight. Just okay. experience yeah. okay. the story. Well, that's my most. Uh, that's, but I, I'm one of those. I'm such a completionist when it comes to stories that if there is something happening that I don't get or I don't understand yeah. or like I'm not in on the inside joke, I get so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a book that I don't think this is a book you get in one reading. I don't think oh, okay. you get all of the pieces. Sure. I would have to read this book 12 times, I think. Yeah, just yeah. just experience the story. Once we kind of move through, once we get done with the tournament, and she kind of comes to this moment where she's like, I have been going about this all wrong. I have been ruining my life to try to figure out what happened to my mom, and my mom wouldn't want that, and, like, I need to move on. And she really tries to, like, okay, I have... I have painted myself into a corner and I got to figure out how to get out. And once she kind of has that emotional growth, it really, it improves significantly as a book. You're like, okay, she's finally not like literally forcing everyone into helping her like fuel this blood quest that really doesn't make a ton of sense. It's more like, okay, I am caught up in the like gravity of my own previous actions. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I have to live through all of those consequences. And now I've made friends with these people. I can't just let them go. I really need to like stay with this and solve this whole problem. And that's when it really gets good. And unfortunately, that's like two thirds of the way into the book. It's after the bar. Yeah. Because she finally decides like, this is, t- I've gone too far. She's like, I, I have gone too far. And she finally decides to step back. And once we hit that, it's good. Because then she finally gets a relationship with, like, Cell. And she gets to actually, like, make progress on solving things. Because Cell is far more willing to help her than Nick is. I mean, Nick is helping her, but not in the way that other people can. So if you can make it to that point. Yeah. It's good. And I'm, I'm almost interested, there. I'm interested to see what the second book is like. Because we've yeah. now established the entire world. And she's now like Hopefully. the head of the order. So it's kind of like the opposite where so often the first book in a long series starts off kind of street level. Yeah. And then as the books continue and the story grows, we get more and more. So we get this very, it's just like, I'll use Brandon Sanderson instead okay. of Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> <laughs> a Way of Kings, which is, it's dense, but the world, it allows as those books go along. The world grows and grows and grows and grows. Yeah. So by the time you're at that fourth book, you're like, fuck, this is a lot. But it's organically happened. So right. she dumps this stuff in your face right off the front, yeah. off the front end. So mm-hmm. maybe the rest of the books can be kind of easy, more easygoing. Yeah. Because she already expects you to have done the work to understand. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. So we'll see. That's it's what I'm interested to find choice. out. I am glad that she is in charge now. Yeah. Especially after being spoken to like she was the help right in the beginning. So that's fun. Like for real? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like in some of the like she goes moms. to the order ball and they're like, okay, can you go get me something? And she's like, no, I'm at I'm at the ball with you. And they're like, aren't you the help? And she's like, no, I'm not the help. I think oh. that may be why it's set in the South. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because that is, I could see that happening. For sure. Yeah. Is the author not from Chapel Hill? I'm not sure where she's from. I, What's her name? I kind of made a point that I, it feels like she's not 
from the so south. So you you think there were parts of it that didn't feel as net? It was as too, like it was trying too hard to, to be, be southern, like. You're talking about Bowberry biscuits and I mean, sheer wine. But those Tracy are real. Dion. Those are real things. But it's too obvious. But not to someone from not from here. Tracy Dion. It's. I mean, I love it's too Cherry like low hanging fruit. Yeah, or maybe just for us. I don't know. Maybe. See, that's hard. Yeah. So to me, she went I to Chapel need, Hill. Yeah, I was gonna say it's out to me. It felt pretty like Chapel Hill. Yeah, it says she was raised in central North Carolina. Huh. Okay. Because who knows about Bowberry Biscuits and Cheerwine but people from here? It, to I me, think it was just like, whoop, whoop, like solidarity. Yeah, like, like Bojangles. I know about Bojangles. Yeah. I know about Cheerwine. I know about all this other stuff. And it's hot and swampy, which I love because I'm like, yes. Yes. We live in a the swampy. temperate swamp. It's mm-hmm. nasty. Mm-hmm. And she had some really interesting perspectives on some of the – um. Things on the campus, like the statues on the campus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the story she wrote in her mind when she was going through school. Yeah, that's and exactly college. how it feels, and the same, yeah. like the impression she got. Because they go to this one where it's like, do the they go unseen... to timeout? I don't know what timeout is. Timeout. It was that restaurant. Never mind. Well, they go to this one. Mo- I guess it's like a monument, but mm-hmm. it's like to the unseen builders or whatever, and it's to the slaves that helped build the campus. And so they're all like these tiny figures holding up a slab. And so she's like, yeah, so they're still working. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, no, I get that. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Like, I, that's really interesting. Because that's yeah. where she meets. Is that that's a real thing? I think On it's, campus? It must be on campus. It says it's in the, like, garden. Okay. I can't say I've roamed around the campus too much. I've seen the, that famous thing, the thing, the circle thing that's on the medical stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? What do they call it? We got a bell tower. They've got a well wish, well thing. It's like a circle with uh-huh. columns. Yeah. I think that's what it, the sword is underneath of. Yeah, it is. Yeah. What'd you call it? They call it a bell tower. It's, oh, well, they don't. Or okay. the tower. They just call it the tower. It's not. It's the atrium? No. Hold on. Chapel Hells. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I went to none of these colleges. I yeah, know. I have uh, no opinion. So well, it's just, it's just, I don't really care. It's just something you grow up thinking. You know, when you go to one school. Yeah, I didn't go to a. NC State hasn't won a national championship since I was three months old, hmm. and we grow up, and you are in the middle of ACC, the ACC, which is this giant basketball, right? Yeah. Duke and Carolina are 20 minutes down the road. These powerhouse schools, we're just out here. Yeah. Doing our best. Hanging out. <laughs> Not even counting as a rivalry anymore. Yeah. yeah. At one point, we were actually rivals of these schools. Not anymore. No. So, and then you have so many friends that you grew up with that went to Chapel Hill, and they got to go to a college who won a national championship while, we were, while they were there. My college didn't have a football team. But we had shirts that said still undefeated. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where'd you go to school? UNC Pembroke. Oh, uh, Pembroke. Robinson County. Oh, wow. Yeah. The most unique accent in North Carolina. It's a actual dialect. Yeah. 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 It's fan. It's irreplicable. Yeah. And it is. I, I love it. Anytime I hear it, I'm like, are you from Robinson County? <laughs> 
Yeah. But you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's a bigger school now than it was when I went. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Fayetteville, so yeah. it's super close to there. So I think this book is not a bad book. I don't want to say it's a bad book. I think the only questionable choice is the age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I think she just assumes you know a lot of stuff about King Arthur. And you're going to just get it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't just get it. This thing. This is what Excalibur was under. Yes. Oh, yeah. What is this called? I don't know, but it's on their crest. It is. That's why I was It's on their symbol. And they always take their graduation pictures there. Yeah. What's it called? What's it called? Like a like a No, they call it something. What do they call it in the book? I don't remember. There's okay, so much to remember. There's so many things to remember. There's probably somebody And I didn't even tell you all not. of it. But what if we had a listener that was at home screaming at oh, us? Well, there what might it is. Be. They're like, it's that. I'm so it's sorry. That. I didn't go there. Yeah. Um I don't even like driving into Chapel Hill when I lived in Durham. I hated driving in that direction. Uh, Chapel Hill has no Wegmans now. Mm. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I go up there just for that. Yeah. yeah. I was. I had a. <laughs> trying to hit up that buffet. Wegmans doesn't have. A, yes, oh, they, they do. do. <laughs> yeah. And really good baked goods. Um, I had a friend. <laughs> Delete that part. <laughs> Erase that. I'll put a beep over it. <laughs> Kate we said have something. a beep. We have a beep that we all did, and I've say I've been saving it. I'm like, I'm gonna put this beep on something because we all went. <laughs> that was nothing explicit. Kate just stopped talking <laughs> sentence. But yeah, to sum it up, I think this is a good book. I think it's worth giving a shot to try to get through it to get to the second book. It's not the first time we've ever tried to read a series where it's like, you got to get through the first book to get to the second book. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so you got to get through the first three books. And then yeah. I swear to God. No, just feel you know free what? to look things up on the wiki as needed. I've been okay. thinking about your, the, uh, Hannah's, uh, <laughs> Hannah sent us a TikTok. I had seen it before. Someone sent it before. I had seen it before. This really popular comedian guy is saying, going through Akatar. He's finally picked it up. You know, Akatar is huge in pop culture now. People people know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I don't, I don't want to have to read two books. I don't understand what's so good about this book. And he has some really funny points. I get it. I get it. I get it. And I'm like, I don't care. You got to read two. You got to commit to two. It would make sense. They need to be one. One and two needs to I'm be one. I'm telling you, yeah. it should have been one book. Because it doesn't, like part one and part two. I'm just yeah. going to tape mine And just together. longer. Just because, longer. Or Yeah, because you're right. You shouldn't have to say you have to read two books. Before the series gets. But you like the first book. I mean, it happened. Book. I did like the first book in Akatar. But you're also such a healthy person that you it took were me like not th- fooled by Tamlin. It took me like three books to get into Throne of Glass, though. It wasn't until well, and that we whatever we the yellow thoroughly one is. discussed through that the air, last air, one? Air, air fire. No, the th- the second. No, the it was air fire. Is it? Yeah, air yeah. fire. The third one. The third one. I was like, okay, that's all right. And then the fourth one was like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. And then we got better again. Wait. <laughs> Assassin's Blade or Queen of Shadows? Oh, but you know what? We need to... This I wanted to make this point. We need to get through Legendborn so we can talk about the ending together next time. Okay. Because there is a fetch my overhead projector section that is worse than 
okay. Maeve at the end of Empire of Storms. Wow. Because Just a she, villain that goes off on she, exposition monologue. She finally confronts him. She confronts Nick's dad, and he's like, fetch my overhead projector. I'm about to break it down. And it is like three chapters. It is so oh long. Oh, my God. He's like, so when I was a child at Chapel Hill. <laughs> he just like, he's like, starts on the at day the I beginning. Was born. And he goes through the whole thing. And you're like, surely he's not going to monologue the entire thing. And you're like, oh, he fucking is. And okay. he, do- he does. He's like, he's like, let me unravel the mystery. Because she's done a pretty good job of like, I think, I think I'm giving you information but it's not enough to like put all the pieces together so you don't feel like she's withholding information but you do know there's more going on yeah and so when we finally get the breakdown he's like okay Um, it's literally like she took her notes and was like i'm just gonna type these all up so y'all can know what's (laughs) happening (laughs) except Uh, as dialogue yeah great yeah i love those parts i was just like I, I think I was on the cruise. I was like, man, too bad I'm not at home. I could text you guys and be like, oh my God, this is worse than Maeve. Like, this is, <laughs> yeah. He had a, he should have had like PowerPoints, charts. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hysterical. I love a good overhead projector part. It is. Um, so, you know, he wraps it all up at the end, at least. Yeah. So, people are going to get there and they're going to solve all the problems. Yeah. Kind of. I love that. And then we can talk about Bloodmark next time. And if you guys can't make it through the end of Legendborn and into Bloodmark, we can talk about that too. Because no, I can do it. I th- I'll just get it. I, 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 for some reason, my Libby is saying that they've got the audio book, but not the book book. Mm. I don't know. Can you find it? I can try to find it. Because I don't know how Let's to Let's find it. it at dinner. Okay. Yeah, that's I'll a good idea. Dinner. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks, Hannah. But, Can you yeah. stop what you're doing in the middle of the podcast and find this book for me? <laughs> hungry. So, oh, you're hungry. Okay. Hungry. Yeah, my hungry. stomach made a noise a minute ago. Okay, that was like, great. Rrr. See you later. Oh, wait, wait. I just wanted to say, it's oh. okay. <laughs> don't, don't. You're always jumping the gun. I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because I just wanted to reassure everybody. Because I know there's somebody that's like, I can't believe that they did a book. Like, they did an episode on books they didn't even read. But, like, yeah, that's real life. It's and real life, That's people. real life. And book- We're not hiding anything from you. And if yeah. you had book, if you're in a book club, that happens. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, life got busy and I didn't finish it. Sometimes it's like, I didn't click and I didn't finish it. Can you tell me about it? Maybe if the whole thing sounds interesting, I will be able to finish it. Like, knowing where I'm going will mm-hmm. get me get me pulled through the book. Or, ooh, I'm glad I didn't read that. I wouldn't have liked that ending. And that's okay. Like, that's, t- yeah. that's perfectly yeah. fine. I think we live in this space where people are like, oh, I'm obsessed with books. I read them. They're my shelf trophies, the whatever. And okay, I say that. No. <laughs> Let me finish. Okay. And which is fine, <laughs> and it's great. But we've put reading on this pedestal. It's not yeah. a race. We it's don't not have a to race. read 10 books. It's not a competition. It's I not don't have to out read the better book i don't have to read more classics i don't have to read longer books i don't have to read more fantasy i don't have to pretend i'm not reading just for sex i don't (laughs) literally don't have any goals except to enjoy it yeah amen because i'm not getting here i'm not getting paid nope (laughs) podcast no one's paying us no one's getting paid paid. (laughs) yeah like because that's what validates any use of time yeah um if you would like to sponsor us (laughs) joy bird we we aren't opposed to being paid (laughs) joy bird joy bird joy bird (laughs) i really love diet coke (laughs) (laughs) diet coke as a sponsor of feast sheath and chatter would be like i mean 
fucking amazing. That, that's you know our how, audience, do you know. You know. <laughs> do you know how, yeah, millennial women who drink Diet Coke. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For yes. this, for this pod. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. I loved looking at all your cocktails. Oh, thank As you. As a person yes. who worked in restaurant and was a bartender. I was like, damn, my friend kicking it over. That you did a <laughs> yeah, really good job. Really good. I wanted to send them to Beth and be like, Beth, look at the because she, my friend, was like, she's an incredible, like, co- she made cocktails. She's really good at it, like fancy ones. I wanted to send them over and be like, look at these, look at these, they're so good. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I had a lot of fun making. Yeah, that they up. looked really pretty. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Anything I'm- you want to tell us about your cruise? It was really relaxing. Did you eat a lot of ice cream? I didn't. I don't really like ice cream, so I didn't get all. I didn't get a lot of ice cream. It must go with <laughs> your brain working so well. <laughs> That's it. That's when your IQ is like one forty. That's why we can't read as fast because <laughs> we're eating ice cream. The, yeah, the hormones know, from the, the dairy I have mean, affected our brain's I like, ability. I ate a lot of chocolate melting cake, which oh, is the like yeah. carnival thing. Yeah, I just oh, got really? fruit and put it with. Did you just have? You can eat free food all the time. Yeah. Did you go to the casino? I did. I spent $20 at the casino. Can you still Woo! smoke in the casinos yes. on board? Yeah. Hell Nasty, yeah. right? Oh. They have a smoking <laughs> section and a non-smoking section. Oh, we're not doing that? Section. Yeah. Smoking inside is disgusting. Yeah. No matter... No matter what. Yeah. yeah. They do a pretty good job of kind of containing it. Like, you, if you... Yeah. You don't yeah. have to agree. No. <laughs> they do a pretty good job of containing it. And my aunt came and she smokes. So she oh, was excited yeah, yeah, to, yeah. like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did your aunt's... Um, Hetero life mate come? No. Oh, okay. No. Just her. She. It was a nice break. Nice. She got away for a little bit. And she had <laughs> enough, like, she racked up enough casino points to get free drinks. She got, like, 20 free drinks a day. And then she ended up getting steak. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? What yes. was this? Yeah, you get points in the casino. I spent So you don't $20. get money? You get free drinks? No, you get money, too. But you get points for, like, playing. So, like, I spent my $20 and I got like 17 points. And by the end of it, she had like 5,400 points. <laughs> wow. No, yeah. Did she win some money? I, she may. She gambles like that's what she does for fun. That's her hobby. What's her game? Uh, just slots. Slots. I saw a TikTok or whatever the other day. And it was like, I design. I'm an engineer of slots. I would never play slots. Yeah. That's their job. Yeah. But that made me sad because that's the only thing I'd want to play. Yeah, for sure. That's what I played. She has a whole, like, she usually breaks even. Yeah. Smokes cigarettes with her bucket. Yes. Love that for her. She had a good time. It's living that dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you go on any excursions? We got off in Mazatlan and we did a thing called Salsa and Salsa (gasps) where you made salsa and then you learned how to dance salsa. Was that fun? It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. We made like six salsas. Show us how to salsa. No. Come on. No, there were bottomless margaritas oh. while you were making salsa. <laughs> she was it. like she was like, No, no, we fill it up. That makes you better salsa dancers. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. Wow. So it's not just salsa and salsa, it's salsa and salsas and ten margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Did you poop in the bed? Ten no. margaritas. I'm a poop in, in the, the bed. bed. I was I did fine. You had to write know. your room number down ahead of time though, in case they needed to take you back to oh, the post. So that's that happened. Hilarious. That's happened. Yeah. That has happened. Yep. Yeah. More than once. More yeah. than once for them to do that. We only got off at the one stop, though, because I'm happier on the empty boat than mm-hmm. I would have been 
It can be stressful for Matt with something that's like an uncertain location with an uncertain exiting process with like a timeline for getting off and a timeline for getting back. That's a lot of overhead. Lots and so of crowds. Yeah. Rather than be stressed, we'll just stay on the boat. And it so, is stressful. Yeah. That is stressful. So we did that once mm -hmm. and that was fine. But I think if I'd asked him to do it three days in a row, that would have been a lot. Mm -hmm. So it would have been exhausting. Yeah. And not relaxing. Right. Yeah. You have to know how to vacation for yourself. Right. Yes. You have to know what feels fun and what doesn't feel fun. And I, and I won. And that's why. Two trivias. I won. Uh, those are trivias? Yeah. <gasps> Holy shit. Look at those. Are those on the Instagram? No. <laughs> I don't understand why not. I won Supernatural TV trivia. <gasps> I of got course. Duh, 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 duh. Like Sam and Dave? No, no, not Supernatural. Oh, the oh, Supernatural oh. television shows. Like yeah. any Supernatural oh, television like, show. Like Sam and Dean? No, I got 15 out of 15 on that one. And then I got um, Comedic Horror Monsters. I won that one. Wow. Uh, wow. What, did they I know can't... you were coming? <laughs> <laughs> it was because it was the Halloween cruise. Did... Oh, yeah. okay. I'm like, oh. how? Wait, were they like, jeez. <laughs> you know who's like going to be here this week? specific. <laughs> yeah. felt, felt a little, uh, the Supernatural television shows one felt a little unfair. Yeah. yeah. You were just like. <laughs> and the comedic monster one, like the other group, like. Just gave up halfway through. They're like, we're just waiting for you to shout the correct answer. So I was like, I'm sorry. You don't have to make yourself small. You win not. where you win. You take up space, You Rachel. take up space in that room. I even got a medal. I don't know if it's down here, but it's like spooky, yeah. fun, spooky fest or something. I see a medal up there. Spooky yeah. fast? You spooky won for... Spooky fest. Oh, like, I was yeah. like, frightfully... Because you won... Frightfully fun, I think that's yeah. what it says. Yeah. You won... Spookily fast. I went to two trivia. What kind of questions were they? It is totally unfair. The TV one was like, um, in the television show Buffy, what is William the Bloody better known as? Which is Spike. Spike's real name is William the Bloody. Uh, <laughs> that is so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> what were the more? Come on, more. Oh, one of them was like, I what's the name of the manor that Casper lives at? Misselthwaite. Uh, Whipstaff. Bitch! <laughs> she just said, nah. <laughs> she said Whipstaff. Where whip did staff. Mistletoe come from? I don't know, but it worked. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was Isn't just... that Michael Caine's really like, real last name? No, it's it's, it's from um, The Secret Garden. I was just watching oh, a TikTok about yeah. The Secret Garden. Yeah. yeah. that I dated a guy with that last name. Weird, huh? Yeah. One That's that weird. nobody got that I got was, um, what's the oldest character in What We Do in the Shadows, the movie? And that's Peter. He's 8,000 years old. Wow. <laughs> he's the one that lives. Every, everyone's he's like, the one that, And I was like, Peter. Because he looks, he's the one that looks the most like Nosferatu, yeah, he's right? Yeah, he's the guy that lives in the basement. Yeah, yeah. he's like Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. Like the psycho-ass so vampire. There'll be pictures of them all like hanging out and he's just like in the background. I was like, yeah. I was like, Peter. I that one. Um, so wait, it was like people would shout out the answer? Well, no, you write them all down first. And then and when then, they're going over them, yeah. you're like, Sorry. <laughs> so you got 15 out of 15 each time? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I made Matt go accept the second one because I was like, I don't want people to think I'm just here like trivia bombing everybody. Yeah. 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 You're Why ruining not? our good time. Why not? I don't know. It was that fun, is though. so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, why don't you start with that story? Yeah. When I was like, what's the best thing that happened on the cruise? It took you a minute to it get there. It took you several minutes to get there. I don't like know. the trophies above my head. <laughs> Can we talk about the trophy in the room? Yeah. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> Two 
trophies. The trophies. Of the cruise ship. Even. Of the cruise ship. I was like, yeah. what are those? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. I can't believe I didn't notice those before. So was mm. it warm on the cruise? Yeah, it Did was you warm. do any podcasts from the cruise? No. <laughs> Packed up the stuff. <laughs> we packed up our board. Mm, no. No, we just hung out. Yeah. We pre-recorded everything, so stuff still came out, but yeah. I didn't have to work. Yeah. For two weeks. So what's going on with all the movies this month? So it's our anniversary month. This is the one year anniversary of having a podcast. Neat. Yeah, which means we must be close to yeah one year. Probably. So uh, our first episode was Nosferatu. Okay. And I thought it'd be fun to do like a vampire theme to yeah. celebrate. So we're going to do all the vampire movies that were released in 1979 because it turns out there were like eight of them that oh, all cool. came out. That's so specific. <laughs> Well, it's just like so a, it's just odd that they all yeah. came out in one year. So and is that like a well-known fact? Was that a trivia question? It was No, it wasn't a trivia question. But I did watch <laughs> Dracula 1979 with really, really young Frank um, Langella in it. Okay. And I did not Do know. Do you know who that is, Anna? Same. If you, if I pull him up, you're going to be like, oh, that guy. Hang okay. on. I want to hear, hear the, oh, that guy. Okay. Oh, that guy. That yeah. was not real. That's me practicing. Yeah, just wait. Okay. <clears throat> did y'all know? That my water expires. Did you know that this water is going to expire next month? This what bottled is in that water. water. Oh, that guy. Oh, yes. That gentleman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he plays Dracula in the 1979 Dracula. Yes. Which I guess is known for he's he refused to wear fangs or have blood on his face. He was like, I'm going to be like seductive and that's it mm -hmm. and so it's just him being hot as shit and cool. seducing so he basically changed the vampire game yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because i bet that is where because i bet after that i mean that might have been a turning point and he's the vampire. reason we have edward cullen correct <laughs> please our sparkly don't friend. do that but it's you of have killer, to know Bella. where they come from that's true <laughs> the <skin laughs> of <a> killer <laughs> Do 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 do. Wait. Oh. No. Oh. 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 <laughs> anyway, it's a good movie. <laughs> Not that movie. It's me. It's me. It's me. I make the sound. <laughs> so sometimes when we're all wheezing at the same time, I've picked up as I've re-listened to some of our podcasts because I do because listen to our podcasts. They make me happy. Like I'm like, who keeps laughing, making this sound? And I'm like, I think it's me. <laughs> She's like, is it you or is it me? I, I, I like, like called Hannah. I was like, listen to this. Is this you making this sound or me making this sound? I know I don't wheeze. I just laugh. Sometimes sometimes you laugh hard and yeah. you get a little bit breathy. Oh, okay. I get <laughs> breathy. breathy. Just yeah. sometimes, but it's definitely... It's more controlled. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> You're not quite... I'm, I'm older than both of you, so that's where the wheeze We're is We're on going. the verge oh, okay. of peeing our pants. <laughs> I got strong-ass kegels. I didn't push a baby out my that's body. True. Yeah, I'm on the verge of my peeing my pants. My pelvic floor is intact. I had three pregnancies. <laughs> yeah. I win. Yeah. You win. <laughs> One of them was twins. You win yeah. Yeah. another trophy. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's and peeing around here, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't ever... I've only peed my pants once, and it was a lack... It was a loss of bodily fluid from being terrified. Mm. It was a... Um, <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so in in these books when she's like, and they peed themselves, I'm like, I know that. It was at a um, haunted house when I was 18, 
And oh, wow. You know, they chase you around with a chainsaw, yeah. but the, there's no chain on it. A guy was chasing me, and I don't like being chased anyways because of yeah. the anxiety. And when I fell on the ground, I peed my pants. A little bit. I mm. peed my pants last week just because I sneezed. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. My sister-in-law refers to that. I love you, baby. Yeah. BB. BB. My sister-in-law refers to that as breaking the seal. Yeah. Like you sneeze and she's like, oh, I broke the seal. And she's like, I gotta go. Breaking the seal in my world is when you drink a lot and then Mm. you finally take that first pee. Your first pee. And then you've got to pee every 30 minutes for the rest Mm. of the night. No holding it back. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we watched that movie, which I think you, it's a good movie. I, I was reading a... The cri- first sexy vampire? Yeah, I was reading a critique from 1979. I'm going to watch it. And it's like, it moves too fast. And I was like, oh, okay, so it moves at like modern pace. Because if you try to watch a 70s movie sometime, you're like, I could watch paint dry. Mm-hmm. And it would feel more... I, sometimes... Fast. Blah, 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 blah. You should see me trying to watch like 2001. Mm. I'm like, this ain't for me. <laughs> I don't, it's so slow. slow. So slow. Are but you going to is... be able to see Killers of the Flower Moon? I don't know. What Isn't it is. like three and a half hours three long? Three and a half hours. What, what, what is that? The, the Leonardo new... DiCaprio, the is Martin Scorsese. A... No, f- I don't, those are man movies. Man yeah. movies. Man and movies an and Leo, Denardio, yeah. Denardio. Denardio. <laughs> <laughs> Those are man, man movies. movies. They are movies. Those are the kind of movies that, that on they the sticker are list. written by men. Yeah. Directed by men. Leonardo DiCaprio. DiNardio. He only does man movies. Yeah. yeah. If you look at him as a real person, he dates women that are never older than 25. Yeah. Correct. Like they are. I mean, I'm honestly surprised. I know they're like art. I don't know. I'm on, I'm in a bunch of Instagram like groups, like promotion groups or whatever, and it's a bunch of film bros, and they they get on me. I'm like, I can't. Sometimes I have to just like mute the chat for a while because they're all be they'll just like a circle jerk about some stupid man director, and they're all like, oh yeah, he just makes like the best movies. No. And like, oh my so god, they're so peak. Like, they're so like they're oh fire man. Like, and I'm just oh like, god, have, you seen, have you like seen like? <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good! Like Fight Club, like Godfather. Oh my god! Oh, I know. Did you ever see Snatch, Guy Ritchie? You know who that is. Like, I do <laughs> like Snatch. That was a great movie. But I'm not gonna lie, it's a great movie. They were all movie. on about I don't know. Do you like dogs? Chris Christopher Nolan for a while, and I was just like, and they were all rating them. They're like, this is my rating, and then they'll get on Marvel, and we'll be on Marvel for a while, and then we'll leave Marvel and we'll see. Go I to can some participate in those conversations. And I'm just like, one, I don't like to. I don't like top ten lists. I don't like arranging my. I don't have I don't organize things in that way. And then I don't like star ratings. I don't like oh, this is my four out of five stars. Like I just think that that's such a simplistic way of looking at. Mm-hmm. It doesn't allow for a lot of nuance. Yeah. It's very like because <clears throat> some parts of a book can be five stars. Yeah. And then there can be weak points. Yeah. And I think we're so we're also used to that rating system that we expect it. It's yeah. like the spicy meter thing. Yeah. I don't want to do a spice meter. Because no. it just, it's so, there's so many variables. Yeah. Right. Right. And people don't really need to put a just, like, I was looking up, like, I was talking to another author about, like, Amazon, putting your book on Amazon. And you have to get over a certain number of ratings before they'll even feature you on anything. And you don't have any kind of way, you don't have any way to dispute a rating. So somebody could put a one-star rating because they think your name is stupid. And that that's it. It's there forever. Being a one-star rating yeah. on your book. 
And then you're fighting against that. It's like trying to get, it's like almost like you have to sell your stuff at Walmart to make any money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like these giant companies take over and kill indie book authors. Yeah. And people don't get a fair shot at, um, you know, being somebody, having yeah. people read your book. Right. It's, you should yeah. be able to at least dispute ratings if, yeah. if you're going to have a rating thing at all. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Can they respond? I don't think so. So you should be able to respond. There's a lot of talk on book talk. I don't really pay attention to it about authors like trying to use reader spaces <coughs> and take advantage of reader spaces like where people are critiquing their books and like sharing their books and authors coming in and getting mad or like saying you can't read an early version of my book if you don't give me four stars. Like there's a lot of oh, weird gosh. stuff. I'll send you some of the. I'll, That's I'll, interesting. I'll send them to you so we can have a real conversation. I know we it. just had a thing where somebody <clears throat> asked us to review a book, and I agreed to do it. And then when we were reading it, neither one of us were really clicking with it. And I was like, "Well, let me look up and see like how many reviews they already have." They had none, and they had no reviews. And and I was like, "I don't want to be the one that gives you your first review and it's a low review." Yeah. And I mm -hmm. don't want to be inauthentic and give you a high review when I don't really feel like. That's yeah. the review I would give it. So I wrote them and I was basically like, I, we have elected to not review it at this time. But like, if you want to contact us later, if you feel like you go. Is that that one person? No, or this was is another, another one. one. Okay. Yeah. And I was like. I was like, I thought you liked that book. Yeah. 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 We, we read a couple that we really liked, but this one we were just like, I, don't, I just felt like they would benefit from like going over it again or having an editor look at it. But you're not paying me to do it. So I'm not going to edit it for you. I'm just going right. to tell you. Sorry. This isn't something that I feel like we can review right now because ultimately, if I give you a review on this, it's going to harm you. Yeah, that's and nice. And you're trying to you're contacting me for self-promotion. I understand that. So this isn't going to help you. It's only going to harm you. This is this benefits nobody. Yeah. And you might not be clicking. It might not be. It's just not for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. OK. You hungry? OK. Yeah. Bye. Right. <laughs> Until next time, friends. <laughs> it was okay, great to bye. talk to you. Bye. If you know